AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know, this is funny. Ellen and I speak at least twice a week, so we said, so what's new? What could be new? We haven't gone out of the house. We haven't done anything. I say, get up, I take a shower, I get dressed, I walk the dog every day. What's happening between us now, that's the most exciting thing in the whole pandemonium, whatever you call the pandemic. I'm going to put a notice on the bulletin board in my lobby. Rita, Bobby said to me, how can I see it? I said, you can't see it. You have to listen to it. That's right. That's right. So, Ellen, who's coming on the podcast today? Well, I believe that it is Mimi and her grandson, Aaron. And from what I understand, they have a tremendous relationship, and she has got a very colorful life and a very colorful way of describing it. So we're in for a very interesting session today. Harv, do you want to talk to them and say hi? Do you want to sing chain, chain, chain? No, sing a song. No, woo, woo, woo. He's an African gray. The other one's a parrot, a macaw. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Could my hair be any higher? Okay. Are you going to ask me hard questions? You'll find out. (laughs) Hi, I'm Aaron, and this is my grandma, Mimi. She lives probably half an hour away from me in Somers, New York. I don't want to give up your age. I'm still alive. (laughs) He's the Messiah. He can do no wrong, and he's never done anything wrong. My first grandchild, who I said after spending time with him, if I had known grandchildren were this delicious, I would have bypassed my kids altogether. (laughs) It makes it a little hard for some of the others to live up to his standard. He has two younger cousins of both boys, both good ball players. 
they have a role model to look up to. I think it may have been Christmas, and you gave everyone like $20, and then you, you snuck me the same amount again, and you like put it in my hand, and you're like, just, just hold on to this. Don't tell anyone else, though. I said to you, shut up and don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it the nicer way. He's nicer than I am. He's more thoughtful than I am and more tactful than I am. Whatever she's thinking about is coming out. <laughs> she's not going to hold anything back. If I'd have to guess, when I get a little bit older and I get less shy, I'm sure I'll be in the same exact spot and just kind of call people out for whatever's going on. I hope so. And I'll be looking yeah. down, watching you, guiding you the whole way. <laughs> okay, I'm reading these part titles for Mimi and Aaron's episode. And part one says, unfiltered baseball advice. What could that be? We text each other all the time. After my games, she would text me and she would just kind of fire me up and throw in a few curse words in there and make me feel better <laughs> about myself and then say, I, I love you at the end. Some motivational stuff, for sure. Do you remember Sean Fopiano, Grandma? Yeah, uh-huh. He would always ask about you. He'd always, how's Mimi? How's Mimi? And he would always, like, <laughs> when we were big into Facebook, he would always see your posts and, and be asking about you. Anytime I'd, I'd say Grandma, he would be like, oh, Mimi? Are you talking about Mimi? <laughs> I think you may have sent a friend request to my friend. Like, I sent a friend request to one of your friends? That's not what happened. I know no? I know who you're talking about. No, he read the post that you and I sent to each other and he sent me a friend request. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. And that was when they first started to check me out as a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe everything I say. They would all come over and talk to me and, they, you know, they'd say, hi, Grandma. Uh, how did I do today? How did I look today? And, you know, it was funny how the parents would say to me, you know, my son really likes coming over and talking to you. I'm very comfortable, you know, with kids in sports. And I'm a big promoter of kids. I think my friends and especially kids my age would expect grandparents to be more like polite and just like very formal <laughs> about everything. And I'd say you're definitely a little far from that. So I think that can get her into trouble. Even in our own family, her whole life, she hasn't filtered herself, even when me and the other grandchildren were really young. I treat all of you like grown-ups. Yeah. And sometimes they're shocked. And I said, I did a pretty good job raising all of you, didn't I? Why should they miss out on me? I think it's a lot more impactful than if you're just like sugarcoating how you say everything. Maybe sometimes I cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you think? Uh, you think I've crossed the line a few times? Yeah, I have. And, and I admit it. I definitely agree with it. A lot of people in our family are very, very, very nice and like will never say anything bad about anyone. And you kind of need someone to like say it how it is. If someone's doing something wrong, you got to say they're doing something wrong. It's a very sweet relationship. They seem like good buddies. She's crazy about him that you could see. And he's getting a kick out of her, which is nice. Sometimes with a grandson, it's a little harder because I think that, that we, we have more in common with our granddaughters. They'll come to you about clothes or boyfriends or something like that. And boys don't necessarily do that. But it seems that this young man and his grandmother have a lot in common. And the fact that, that his friends gravitate toward her is, is lovely. And it's lovely for him. She's outrageous. Let's let's face it. She's a little. The grandmother is a little bit outrageous in her language and her 
But that's okay. That's who she is. Yeah, but he seems to enjoy it, too. But that's what I'm saying. He appreciates it, and that his friends get a kick out of it is sort of a reflection on him. You know, your grandmother's a cool cat, so that's that's a good thing for him. Oh, Rita, a cool cat? Yeah, well, I'm a cool cat. Yeah, no, (laughs) she's your... How do you like that? That's some (laughs) phrase. That dates us, boy. Well, now we're into part two, and this is about freedom. The first thing that comes to mind, of course, is hippies. Freedom, I'm taking off my bra. Ellen, just don't do it, though. Forget it. If you and I take off our bras, forget it. I'm very careful about what hits my feet lately. Is there anything from your childhood that you'd say you miss? Yeah, being young. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know what I really miss? The freedom. Yeah. The freedom we have that you don't have now. To be able to go out and explore and, and walk in the streets and be with your friends and not have to look over your shoulder that some hogs are going to come to you. We all grew up in the Bronx, in this little neighborhood, where everybody knew each other. Every mother watched out for each other. Parents didn't worry. When I went to high school in Manhattan, we would go to parties and walk at 12 o'clock at night from one side of Manhattan to the other. Nobody was gonna stop you in the park. You didn't have to be afraid of anything. There was nothing to be afraid of. From what I've heard, it definitely seems like things have changed. I always knew to stay at a Central Park when the sun went down. Absolutely. Yeah, different times. Did your parents influence your personality at all? <laughs> they made me the rebel bitch I am now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they did. Oh, God, how much am I going to go into? I had parents that suffocated me. That generation was much more controlling. And so I would get more of a reaction out of them if I was a rebel. If I had to raise a kid like me, I'd kill myself. But they should have been more aware of what I was like and why I was doing it. So while I'm copping out, I'm kind of blaming them for some of the actions that I had. And that's what I want to say. Fair enough. I was much closer to my grandparents than I was to my parents. I could go to my grandparents and talk to them. I don't think I really had to rebel because I was very, I still am very close to my parents. I basically told them anything I was doing and we would just talk everything through. Having children of my own and realizing the things that I wanted to do with them and finally having the balls to say, back off, these are my kids. You had your chance, now give me that same chance. I'd say my parents definitely have that same philosophy. Free thinking and you have your own opinions and they're not gonna interject unless there's something like drastically important. Even in those situations, they would just talk us through all the options instead of just telling us what to do. It definitely helps. I think if that's the case, then I've done my job too. For sure. It was very interesting to hear Mimi's explanation of her her rebelness. And her grandson fully understands her. He understands his parents. They're very free in letting him do his own thing, make his own choices. And that's what Mimi wanted. And she said now she feels vindicated for her actions. And this grandson's very, 
in tune with her. I think that there's a freedom in that relationship. There's such a simpatico there. Well, today, you know, the the thinking is let the kids be what they have, you know, what they want, which is the right way to be. Today, you have to be accepting. Yes, absolutely. It's not as easy as when we were young. I think the kids today come out into a world that's very stressful. Yes. Generally speaking. I agree totally. It's a very stressful world for these kids. I mean, I remember going into the city on the subway late at night, meeting friends. Nobody thought of what's going on today. I used to take my sister once a week to the orthodontist to have her bike plate or whatever it was tighten. You know, we'd go down the subway and we'd walk around downtown Brooklyn. I could not have been more than 12 or 13 years old. And my sister is five years younger than I am. And you didn't rebel. I did. I didn't rebel. If you did, you kept it in. I was sort of rebellious. Okay, Ellen, you know it's time for commercial break. Okay, everybody go to the kitchen and grab a soda and a sandwich. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The next one is part three. Mimi comes into her own. So did anyone encourage you to have a career when you were young? No. (laughs) But you have to understand, when I grew up, there weren't very many Jewish young girls who had careers. No. No. Nobody encouraged me to do anything, truthfully. 
it wasn't until I grew up a little bit and I wanted to make more of myself than I was that I had the confidence that my children gave me and my husband gave me that enabled me to have different careers. How did you and uh, Grandpa meet? We all grew up in the same neighborhood and he was in the older group of boys and they hung out at the pool room. And in those days, pool rooms were acceptable. And I was friendly with his sister. I guess I was 14 or 15 and he took me along. They were going to Fire Island. And then I didn't see him because I went off to school and everything. So I didn't see him for a few years. And then we all belonged to this beach club. And I asked him if he would give me a ride up to the club. And I'll never forget, he said to me, and I'll be in the bar if you don't get lucky. Come and get me and I'll drive you home. And I had to come ask him to drive me home because I didn't get lucky. And we started going out and then we got married. And that was it. What was he like? I haven't really gotten a whole ton of details. Very handsome, very good ball player, very good businessman. I remember hearing that he had a workout with the Dodgers once. He was invited to spring training for one year, which I thought was really cool. I think it would have been really cool for him to watch me play. I wish I could have learned from him too. He would have been so goddamn proud of you. Okay, ask me another question. I'll come back to it because I'm going to start to cry. What was it like having so many kids? Oh my God, I loved it. I really did. I don't think I'd be able to. And I have no idea how you did it. And I give you so much respect for it. So how did the two of you approach parenting together? You know, we both came from upper middle class Jewish families. And it was a different time. We both had our parents to fall back on. I think Artie was more strict and more structured than I was. And I think the two of us balanced each other, so it was good. <laughs> Sometimes we talk about it and I say, I was really the strict one. They said, are you out of your mind? You laughed at everything we did. <laughs> Can you tell me what happened that day that Grandpa died? We were, we were in Israel. The whole family was there. We were on a boat. And he went into the water, he swung off the rope, and he came back up this rope thing, and he said, I don't feel good. I said, go lie down. And he had a heart attack and died. I just wish I could have met him. Honestly, it's pretty upsetting, because I know how highly my dad and my uncle and aunts talk about him, and obviously you. I just wish I could have experienced what you guys did. When it first happened, I think it was such a shock that I really didn't notice the transition. And it was about three months after Artie died. And I was on the couch and I said, oh, my God, I have to get up and make dinner. And then I realized, no, I don't have to make dinner. And there's nobody here to make dinner for. And that's what it hit me that I was on my own. And there was nobody going to be in this big house except me. And that's when I decided that I had to do more with my life than just sit around and be a widow. And then I met Jim and I decided it was time to stop being a widow and to uh, change my life. And I moved away from New Rochelle and we bought a huge home in Pennsylvania. And he was much, much younger than I, but of course I was much younger and much thinner too. And so I was with him for six years and then I came back. I thought it was really cool where you lived. I loved going there and seeing all the dogs and the horses and the river and everything. He was a really nice guy. 
and there have been people who have asked me out for dinner, I would no more go out for dinner with anybody or have anything to do with another man as long as I live. I've had my fill. I've been wined and dined by the best. I don't have to do it anymore. I hear a tremendous strength in this woman. Absolutely. She knows what she wants and she she does what she wants. And she doesn't feel sorry for herself. She just moves right along. And, you know, I thankfully have still got my husband. He's not well, but but he's he's here. He goes three days a week for dialysis and drives himself. But I, I, I have this fear in my heart all the time. What if something happens to him and, and all? But I know that I'll be okay. You'll be okay. You're a strong lady. Because I'm tough and because I have a wonderful family. Exactly. I have a very supportive family. And obviously she does too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that she feels that love and that support from her, her family. Yeah. And, and I think that that's one of the ways that she's able to, to move on. Look, you know what? We all have to learn... Life hands you a deck of cards, and what you pick up is how you play it. All right, I'm I'm now reading uh, what's coming up next, part four. Mimi gets lucky. Ah. Do you have any unusual hobbies that I don't know about? I don't know. what What's a hobby? You used to fool around with young guys. Was that a hobby? <laughs> I, <laughs> I like gambling. That's a hobby. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that side. What'd you play? I played 21 and craps. Okay. And you heard the story when Jamie and I went to that big hotel in the Bahamas. At any rate, we went down there and it started to rain at the pool. So I said, I put on my little schmata and I went inside to the casino and took a $100 bill with me. I put the $100 bill in the slot machine and the bells went off. It was crazy. So I said to this woman, how much did I win? And she said, $25,000. I said, are you out of your mind? How much did I win? She said, $25,000. I hadn't smoked in years. I said to her, I'd like a scotch on the rocks. And could I have one of those cigarettes, please? And I sat there, (laughs) I'm smoking. And I went over and I called Jamie. There I was, so nonchalant. And the minute I saw them, I started jumping up and down like a lunatic. That was exciting. That's awesome. Then, while we were waiting, there was a machine right next to it. I put a $10 bill in and I won $1,500. (laughs) I said to Barbara and Jamie, here, you take this. This is yours. That was the last time I hit like that. I got to go to the casino with you. (laughs) We had a friend who used to go regularly to uh, Atlantic City and he got comped on everything. So a few times they would invite us. We play a little, I used to play a little 21, but you know what? You never win. If you play long enough, you never win. I went through a a, a Mahjong phase, and growing up in Brooklyn, it wasn't Mahjong, it was Mahjong. 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 And when I lived in Cherry Hill, it was a whole brand new community. And one day a girl knocked at my door and she said to me, do you play Mahjong? I said, yeah, I know how to play. She says, a group of the girls are getting together and would like you to come. So we go to her house, we go, we play Mahjong, and after one hand, she says, anybody want to smoke? And she takes out a box, and it's loaded with pot. I had never had that in my life, but everybody else was doing it, so I did it too. Every 
Wednesday night, we went to her house, we played one hand of Mahjong and got stoned out of our minds. Oh, that's... I would, my- I would come home, I would eat anything that wasn't nailed down and go to sleep. My husband never knew, never. They don't know if Many- anything is front of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> you can have an orgasm in front of them, they would never know. I mean, you know men, they're on another planet. How can I tell you? Okay, Rita, time to go to commercial. Okay, somebody has to pay the bills. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Part five, Judge Mimi. My daughter, Jamie, was an excellent gymnast. As a matter of fact, my daughter has the biggest gymnastics school in the East. It's called Galaxy Gymnastics. I actually had more than one birthday party at Galaxy. It was so much fun there. So I would take her to gymnastics every single day. And then I would sit on the floor and... One day I said to her coach, what would happen if you put this move with that move? And she said, damn, you've been watching gymnastics way too long. There's a course being given just for high school gymnastics. Why don't you just take it? So I took that course and then I took another course and then I took another test and another test. And it started in 1974. And I have been judging. Now I'm just doing high school because I'm not going to travel or anything like that. I wish I could be able to see you do that. It would have been really cool. 
But I'll tell you how interesting it is. I was judging this girl on the floor, and these two women came over to me, and they said to me, Mrs. Winkler, and I said, yes. They said, you judged me. The mother said, you judged me. And then the granddaughter said, you judged me. So that was three generations of my judging them. And all the traveling you did to judge gymnastics led to another big change in your life, right? Judging a meat in Germany and seeing this little white dog. I've always loved dogs. And I asked her, what kind of dog is that? And they said, a Bichon Frise. And I said, God, I think I like that dog. And we always had old English sheep dogs, so they were big. I came home and I went to a dog show and I stopped a breeder and I asked her about her dog. She said, I will sell you this one that you seem to be in love with, but she's a showgirl and would you show her? And always having been competitive, I said, absolutely. And then she said, and then you'd have to have a litter and I get a puppy back. And she explained what all that meant to me. And I kind of liked the idea. Then here I am 33 years later with having 97 champions, top dogs all over the world, a winner at Westminster Kennel Club, and judging in Japan and China. That's a major accomplishment that I've done all on my own. I'm proud of myself for doing all that. I think that she's so open to what life brings her and, and she grabs it, she takes it and she runs with it. I, I think that that's a, a tremendous way to be. It's amazing how she becomes judges so so easily and so quickly. She's, she's got a very modern way of thinking. She really filled her life beautifully. And she's a terrific example for her grandchildren. I love that she's a dog person because having dogs opened a big door in my life. When I first got into using a computer and I found this whole group of women who had cavaliers. Oh, yeah, and the, the doggy friends. My doggy friends, you know. Right. To me, the fact that this woman had dogs, I immediately love her. I know you have the most adorable dog, reader. I love your dog. Oh, thank you. Okay, Rita, get ready. This is it, the end of Grandma's Philosophies, something which we all seem to have. There's really no feeling like the joy that I get from my grandchildren, and I mean that sincerely. I'm going to start to cry, so I can't do this. But when I see him and I'm watching Aaron pitch and I'm watching him with his friends and I'm watching how he relates and what a wonderful man he's turning into, there's nothing that gives me more joy in this world. Okay, so now my nose is running. <laughs> how do you think your life has changed since becoming a grandmother? It's changed for the better. Everything is for the better. It's a legacy. When I look back and, and I doubt myself, and think that I could have done things better. When I see what my grandchildren are, with the help of the children that I raised, there's nothing better in this world. Everybody has to screw up at times, but that's part of living. Yeah, I think that's the only way to learn. You mess up and then you learn and you don't do it again. And that's how you grow as a person. So I totally agree with that statement. The thing is that when you're doing it with your children, you have to do it in a constructive way because you're guiding their lives. When you're doing it with your grandchildren, it's a much freer way of thinking. As a grandparent, I've gained knowledge and wisdom that your parents haven't experienced yet. Yeah. And I think my guiding you comes from that place because I've seen so much more. I never really thought of it like that. 
that's that's pretty awesome. And the only thing you can really do is just have conversations with them and tell them about your experiences. And I think it's a really good way to teach your grandchildren. Definitely worked for me. I just want all of you to reach your potential. You know, I've always said that the definition of a true man or a true woman is somebody who can stand on their own two feet without stepping on anybody's toes. Putting somebody else down does not make you smarter. It's sinking to their level. That's what I hope to instill, and I want you all to be happy. I want you to see the bright side of everything and be and be able to cope, because God knows I've had to do that. Well, what I've noticed, what you do is, no matter what's going on with you, whenever you see me and the rest of the grandchildren, you're smiling and you're happy to see us, and you just leave that stuff at the door. That's what I think I need to do, like whether I'm with my friends or my family or teammates, whoever it is, and just focus on the moment as much as I can, no matter what's going on. And that's definitely something that you do. So would you say that overall you've enjoyed your life? Yeah, of course I have. Have I had ups and downs? Just like everybody else. What you put into making relationships with other people, you hope you get back. My philosophy has always been the glass is not half full or half empty. If you don't like that glass, go get a new one. You just have to make the best of what of the cards that you dealt. Well, I certainly agree with her that grandchildren are a bonus. I think that when you're bringing up your own children, you're so involved in doing the right thing and putting them on the right path that you're not into the joy and the fun of the extraneous things. Actually, when you think about it, that is our legacy, our grandchildren. Not each one has everything. They're all not perfect. They're all not brilliant. They're all not talented. But I love them. And, and I take each one for what they are. But they all bring something to the table, every one of them. They have basic good traits, and they have good character, and they're honest, hardworking people. They'll all turn out. All of a sudden, everything. Stop it. It, it. It's a big bird, but that's he'll stop in one second. It's okay. You know who you look like? What's what's that soccer player from England? Um, the one that has the great ass um, married to one of the Spice Girls. For one second, that's who you look like. I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> Call Your Grandmother is a production of iHeartRadio and Superb Entertainment. The hosts of the show are me, Rita Kay. And me, Ellen Bernstein-Grodsky. Created by Meryl Poster. Produced and directed by Anna Stumpf. With producer Abu Zafar and associate producer Emily Marinoff. Managing producer Lindsay Hoffman. The executive producers are Meryl Poster, Nikki Ichor, and Mangesh Hachi Kadoa. Music and mastering by Hamilton Lighthouser and Anna Stumpf. Hey, can you do me a favor and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts for us? Olivai. <laughs> This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History.
eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.